When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to a Score North podcast right now, and if you're a business owner, so are your customers. In fact, I could be talking about your business right now, telling the tens of thousands of loyal fans about you and sending them to your business. Find out how you can partner with your favorite Score North podcast. Visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Fill out the form, and we'll get in touch with you quickly. Once Phil, Judd, Declan, or others start talking about your company, you'll be amazed at how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. The University of St. Thomas is a trio of big games this weekend on campus. The new-look men's basketball team opens their home schedule this Friday at 7 against Chicago State. The women's hoopers play South Carolina State on Saturday night at 7. And the football team can clinch a share of the Pioneer League Championship at noon on Saturday against Stetson. Come out and support the Tommies. Tickets available now at TommySports.com. That's TommySports.com. Oh, it's fun. Crazy. It's painful, but it's wonderful. <clears throat> what is the name? It's Roycey Unchained. All right, Patrick Roycey, a day late. What's on the top of your mind today? Uh, well, I just, uh, I guess I've been late. I've, I've just seen hints of the chains and Kirk. I haven't, but uh, apparently it's a national phenomenon because I just saw Schefter on uh, Schefter on on uh, ESPN. Yeah, uh, here's an Instagram that, of both of them with his shirt off uh, doing it. That's Kirk, mm-hmm. and then Schefter. Yeah, okay. Yep. So it's, it's apparently caught quite the phenomenon. I was thinking, Kirk is almost a uh, uh, Star Tribune Sports Person of the Year candidate, don't you think? I mean, it's not always like who's the best. It's right. you know who's the who's the. Yeah, I wonder yeah. if it's O'Connell. Uh, if, well, if it's continues. a little early. It's a little early, isn't it? Don't, don't we have to see if he's for real? Oh yeah, but I'm just saying, if Kirk is going to be like, if there's Viking candidates for the success of this year, yeah, yeah, it could be O'Connell. It could be uh, Jefferson because of more yeah. long service, long long service. But uh, yeah, it's it's probably yeah. But but to me, he kind of fits the. You know, like Randall Cunningham wanted, I think, the first year we ever I helped had, elect him. had it. Because I was on the was, panel. Because it was his year. I yep. mean, if you look back, you say Randall Cunningham, but, uh, you oh, know. Oh, God, he was good. Yeah. What was he, runner-up for MVP yep. or something? And some, I think somebody named him player of the year. I think he was uh, the offensive player of the year in yep. the NFL. He wasn't MVP, but he won the OP award. Yeah, And, he, and he, I think... Uh, other sources that were unofficial named him player of the year. Yeah, the, the Maxwell Club. Mm-hmm. How Which at that, that time was, I think, Sporting News now. back then used to do that yeah. too, right? So That's right. The sport I forgot about the Sporting News. <laughs> For instance, the Sporting News back in the day when it was baseball's Bible, they had it right with the 65 American League. The uh, Zoilo was voted the MVP, but Tony was the Sporting News Player of the Year, and they were right. Hmm. It should have been Tony. But we got, you know, we got all into the... the uh, you know, he's a, I, I don't know how that happened. I know we always said, well, he played great against the Yankees, but everybody thought it was the New York influence, but they got two votes like everybody else. So it's uh, interesting. I don't know what it was. I don't know why he hit 269 that year or something. But, but yes, uh, Kirk is a changed man and mm-hmm. we all love him now. Yep. And that kind of fits the profile. That's true. But then again, 
it is 2022, so there might be somebody from the links that we haven't given it to. Or go for basketball? You we never know. We only had five or six members of the links so far, so maybe uh, maybe it's time for the links. <laughs> How about... Uh, Andrea uh, for the Ori- Aurora. Don't, oh, don't that's bet, a possibility. Yeah, that's a possibility. Her. That, don't bet against her. The Star Tribune covers that team. Yes. Plus, she introduced a whole new thing to Minnesota. Pre-professional. Yep. We used to call it amateur, but now it's yep. pre-professional. And now so, we're trying to get trying professional, to get right? Professional. We've applied, but we want somebody. We want that's some, a sneaky one, Pat. Yeah. We want some woman. Oh, I like it. We want some woman. To give us the money. Okay. You know, didn't didn't you see the story? I think I saw the story. You're going to be surprised I didn't read it. Yeah, but it was, she's looking, they're looking for a sugar mama, not a sugar daddy. Okay. They would, they would take it from a sugar daddy if, if they can't find a sugar mama. I, they, they're, it's a, but the, the one league, whichever the big league is, I don't know. You, you have to have some owner who owns at least 30%. So uh, they'd have to be somebody that's willing to that. put in, a, but it's only got to cost like two million for expansion franchise or something, and then I don't know what else you. But have then to we're do. not pre professional at that point. We no, are. We're professional. Yeah, legitimately. No, we're professional. trying to be professional. That's a good. That's a good sports person of the year candidate, though. I like that one. That's sneaky. Yes, but one that uh, one that has absolutely no impact. But that's uh, that's <laughs> it's that, not to worry one. anymore. That is that is not a concern anymore. Anyway, Kirk, go. Oh, I think Kirk Kirk will be mad if you if you're going with a Viking. Kirk or Jefferson, Kirk or Jefferson, right? If you're you got yeah. to be going one with of player, the two. Yeah. It ain't Danny Hunter anymore. No, I mean yeah. he had a couple sacks, but not him. Mm. No, nah, I think you're right, and I think yeah, yeah, it might be. If it's a player, it might be Kirk. Might be Kirk. Might I mean, it, Kirk. it would be a well if he would give you the access. It's a good story. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, if yeah. he's not getting knowledge, he's changed. He, he's tried to downplay that so far because yes, yes. he doesn't want to say a bad a, thing yeah. about Zim. Yeah, and like you know, he doesn't want to say a bad thing about uh, what he used to be either. Does yeah. He? Uh, well, I don't I think don't he wants know. to say. Yeah, I was scared to say the wrong thing, which yeah. he was. Yes, yes. But yeah, well, he was kind of a braggadocio kind of guy when he was at Michigan State. I know, wasn't he? Like. A, Big personality at Michigan State, and then it's in the early years in Washington. State. Washington definitely was more out there. <laughs> well, he's been around so long. Didn't he lose a shootout to Adam Weber here uh, in in college? Sounds right. I think he that did. Right I think now. Adam a hell of a game on a Saturday night. Yep. <clears throat> Coach Brews. Yep. Second year when he was the one year that he was pretty good, and they had the place full. Might have been the first year. It had to be the second year because the Gophers won. And the first year, they only won once. I bet it was 08. Uh, 08. And and Mace, yeah, Adam Weber was, what, he was a freshman with Mace, right? So, uh, and Mace got fired in 06. I bet it's 2008. October night, maybe 22nd, 3rd of October. 2011. So it probably would have happened, Judd, I'm guessing, in the 09 or 10 season. Uh, 
maybe it was well, 09. I don't think it was. If it happened in 09, it was at TCF Bank Stadium. Yeah, it was at TCF Bank Stadium. So that's the first year yeah, at TCF okay. Bank Stadium. Yeah, it was 09. It was 09. Yeah, it was 2009 Halloween Duel. Halloween Duel. Between Cousins and Adam Weber. Mm-hmm. Yep, you are correct. Look at okay, you. Okay, 2009. I forgot that TCF Bank. Yeah, see, TCF Bank was, I mean, they were announcing mostly sellouts that first year in there, but this was an actual sellout. It was spooky in there. What was the score? 42-34. Yeah, it was a hell of a game. It was a good game. Yeah. And, uh, you know, Coach, one of Coach Brew's last great wins, I would have to say. <laughs> yeah, there weren't many after that. What happened to that? Look up 2009. Uh, they were a 6-9 and nine team that year, Pat. 6-9. Um, they couldn't yep. have played that many games. Let's see here. Kirk was in that game 21-35. of 35. For two thirty six and two touchdowns. Adam Weber, though, yes, nine of thirty one, four hundred and sixteen yards. Nine of thirty one cannot be true. Nineteen of thirty one. And then uh, five touchdowns with four hundred and sixteen passing yards. And then we had to change the offense, right? Yep, Marquise Gray. I even got a couple snaps in a QB in that game. uh, So, was oh nine wasn't the year that they. Started seven and uh, one. They beat Syracuse Air Force, lost to California at home, beat Northwestern, lost to Wisconsin. Okay, that was his third year. They beat Purdue. They lost to Penn State. So, yeah, they they, they weren't that great at that point. Kirk might have been his last big win. What happened in November? In November of that year? Yeah. On the fourth, let's see here. So that was da, da, da. They, they lost to Illinois on the seventh of November. Uh-huh. They beat South Dakota State by three, and then they lost at Iowa, and then they lost in the bowl game to Iowa State. That was uh, Coach Brew's last uh, last uh, last hurrah. And after the Iowa game, yeah, he got fired. what was the name of that running back? Oh, I don't remember. The right, Iowa running back, really good Iowa running back that ran for two hundred and some yards against them. Uh, that's when he changed. He decided to change the offense before the bowl game, right? Mm. I think it was. I think that's what. And he Weber went it. through how many offensive coordinators and changes here? Five? Uh, something. Well, he had Mace, and then yeah, I think Brew changed every year. So I think he changed. When offense. was Jed Fish here? And he had Jed Fish had had, had him throwing a baseball to simulate throwing <laughs> yes. a football, but. He his first off Bruce's first offensive coordinator was the uh, spread the spread guy. He brought in some oh, guy yeah. the, the spread guru, and then he fired him, or he he moved him aside. I believe after they got crushed by Iowa. Mm. I can't remember what the running back was, but they absolutely murdered him. I believe because that was no wait no 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 that might have been at the Metrodome. That might have been an 08. That might have been an 08 that the guy put up all those yards. Mike Dunbar. Mike Dunbar, yes. Mike Look Dunbar. That, uh, the we internet's ran the greatest off. thing ever. <laughs> we ran him You can off. find anything within <laughs> he was, seconds. He was a guru. We ran him up. But 08, yes, 08, the Iowa Rampage was still in the Metrodome. They went from seven. They won their. They were seven and one. And they won got the drilled rest. by Iowa. Yeah. Oh, I believe- Illinois came in and. Illinois came Iowa, in and lit them up. In 08 here was the night of the uh, debacle in the bathroom, right? When 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 we yes, also yes, had a couple yes, of folks that yes. 
We had we're new uh, acquaintances. We had Hawkeyes. Yeah, I, mean, I, I think we might have broke up a marriage that night. I think there, so. Uh, since she went they, to go to the uh, yeah, restroom and didn't <laughs> yeah. come back. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that I get confused with my Iowa blowouts then, but that wasn't like playing the modern day Iowa. That was Ferenc's early year when he was good, and yes, they had some dynamic offense back yeah. then. Yeah, yeah, they actually which, could which they score points. Have, a which they don't have anymore. Yeah, it was '08 that uh, boy were they after me that year. Because they were, you know, I'd been on him from the get-go. From his first press conference, they said, this guy's an idiot. You remember the whole Pasadena thing and all that stuff? And, Piece of turf, right? Yeah, the whole thing. He just was a lunatic. And I was, and that they were 7-1, and one, right, to start that season in Northwestern. And remember, they beat Illinois had beat them bloody here. And, and then... Uh, Mace's deal was that Illinois had us for homecoming and disrespected us, having them for homecoming and disrespected us. And we went down there and beat them. Juice Williams and, and that, you know, crew. Mm-hmm. And they were playing Northwestern after that. And Northwestern was our homecoming, was our homecoming. And I wrote a piece on how. Northwestern, the last 14 of the last 15 years, they'd played the Gophers in either October, end of, from September, such and such, to the end of October, had been our homecoming opponent. You know, basically I wrote, boy, if there's ever a team that should feel disrespected, it's Northwestern, because every time they come to Minnesota, they are the homecoming opponent. Yep. And, uh... I mean, not 14. It was in a 15 year period, they were the homecoming team like seven times, you know, because they only came here like seven or eight times. Right. And then Northwestern beat them. And uh, uh, in a goofy game, they made a play at the end and won the game or something. And yeah, that was, then that was, and then the Gophers didn't win another one, right? They lost the rest of them, I think, in 08. Yeah, that sounds right. In 08. Yeah, but he was, uh, I remember I was out at a high school football game and, there was a who was a former gopher there. There's a former gopher at that high school. He was just screaming at me, You better he's taking us to the Rose Bowl. You better <laughs> Not so much. Just be patient here. Just be patient. <laughs> not let's, so much. We're not going see. to they're not going to Rose Bowl. Just be patient here. We'll see. We'll, we'll see how it how, in fact, how it turns out. We will all die without them ever seeing a Rose Bowl. But you know, the, the the biggest frauds of all are the gopher holders. Because if you go back to 08, they, they, they all deny that they ever believed in him, right? You go back to 08, they better get him signed to an extension before he leaves here when he was 7-1. and one. The evidence is there, man. <laughs> yes. Gopher yeah, it doesn't they, go away. Probably gone and killed it out, though, so you can't find it anymore. I don't know. But they, uh, anyway. Uh, Yes, that. Uh, so Kirk Cousins, Kirk Cousins, that game, hell of a game. Mm-hmm. It was a great game, and uh, and a great shootout, and then and then basically, uh, Brew decided to stop doing everything Adam Weber did well, and because uh, I think he had at least one more year left with Brew. Yeah, that poor kid. That poor kid was that was quarterback abuse. Yeah, he was for how much they uh, changed really things. Good. For how much they change things. Hey, where do you think? So we we t- talked about this previously, but the Vikings. So you have these weird years, right? Where 
everything just goes right for a I'm while. I'm trying to think of uh, if, another one like this, though. If Allen can't play for the Bills on yes, Sunday, it'll be the fourth time in the past six games yes. they've got a backup. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Uh, and a couple of, I mean, Tua made a hell, that's a hellacious difference. Yep. What were the others? Well, the Dalton one with Jameis is not that, no, that big. Well, that it, started it. it. Jameis is better than Dalton, but, but uh, you know, just about everybody is. But that is Wentz and Heineke on Sunday. Yeah. Wentz was out. I'm not a Wentz guy, but you'd yeah. rather have him than Heineke. So, yeah, it's, it is. But, I mean, it, it keeps just, getting these. Yeah, it's just one of these. And they get. New Orleans decides New Orleans gets stuck playing them in London yep. instead of yeah, Superdome. instead of at the Superdome. So you end up with nine home games and seven road games. Mm-hmm. Everything is uh, everything is just sitting there, man. The New conference Orleans. is way. I, I think it's oh, way weaker terrible. than anybody thought possible. Oh yeah, the 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 difference is of the eight best teams in the NFL. How many are in the? NFC, and if I put the Viking in that category, Vikings and Eagles might be the only two. In the- I mean, maybe Dallas if they're for real. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, Dallas looks so rotten in the opener, and then they, but they're they're not bad. I guess. Right. They're, what what are they since then? They're uh, they've only lost once since yeah. the opener, right? Mm-hmm, what are they mm-hmm. six and two? I believe so. Yeah, they're they, they're pretty good defensively, and they have a good offensive line. But nobody scares you from you know this. What's conference. amazing about Dallas? They're pretty good, and Zeke is useless. Yep. Yeah. That's why you don't yeah. sign running backs, man. No, no. That's why you no. just don't sign especially running backs. Especially if you've already contracts. beat them up. Yeah. Especially if, I mean, Zeke was carrying 300 times a year, right? Which you should do. Sure. It's okay well. to do that. Well, yeah, Derrick Henry is God love of Tennessee. He's, he's a shadow of what he used to be. Yeah. I mean, he, he'd, he'd get through that first get through that first tier nobody wanted to hit him now he now he doesn't get i don't know how he did last night they they beat up the bad saints but uh they're you know i mean no that wasn't them titans who who titans beat sunday? chiefs on sunday night okay they didn't beat him they got beat by oh yeah i'm sorry they yeah. they were up by a bunch and, yeah. and they got beat but Derek is what two and a half yards at carry or some day yeah things. and those guys are all going to be using walkers by the time they're my age so what is with Beckham? What's he waiting for? Um, we don't want him now that we got the tight end, right? Well, I think what he's waiting for is this. He's not going to be ready to play until December. I, and I think he's supposed to be medically cleared by the end of the week. I, I, okay. I, that's also, he's waiting to get medically cleared. But, and he was, what they said, the Chiefs or the Bills? Well, now if Allen's well, got a bad Dallas, end, supposedly now, wants him. according to a report on Sunday, oh. Dallas is in. Oh, and, Jerry, and the Rams want him back still, but the Rams are going nowhere right no. now. No, God, there. What the? What the? I read somebody said, "Is it just a coincidence that Kevin O'Connell is now the?" Then both franchises have turned around. They've turned on the, the genius behind McVeigh was Kevin O'Connell. We thought it was the other way around, but now we uh, now we know now that, O'Connell is going to be the guy. If you had lunch yes, with O'Connell, yes, you right, got a job yes. for twenty three. Uh, well, hey, Steve Wilkes. Didn't we? Wasn't he a guy we interviewed? I don't Didn't, even remember. Wasn't he the guy that, that that O'Connell knew from the old days that was in here and talked to him? Oh no, he didn't talk to O'Connell. He talked to the Viking. He talked to Quasi. Didn't he talk to Quasi? He might have. I don't Wilkes? remember. I thought so. now he's the coach of the Carolina Watchmakalits and he's firing everybody. So 
Yeah, because they're absolutely pathetic. How how about the Colts? Jeff Saturday never he coached never. high school football. He was on wow. ESPN. That the only thing I can think of is it's I a thought, genius tank because they're going to lose the rest of their games. I thought Ursay was uh, sober. I thought he he's, was. I thought he was known for being sober, but he's uh, he is uh, he is a weird guy. Yeah, I yeah. think his past Not as years. Weird as daddy, no, but I think his past. I I think Ursay's past involvement with fun have taken their toll on the brain cells now. Yeah, it could be. Because I've be. seen him before, and he's yeah, a he really a party odd guy. animal at one oh, point. Oh, he was a great partier. But uh, his old man, yeah, he was. my favorite ever Sports Illustrated story, was 30 years. When did the Colts move to Indianapolis? 30 years ago? 84-ish. Okay, 40 years ago. Yep, 40. And the story in Sports Illustrated about Robert Ursay quoting his mother as saying he was Satan. Yes. <laughs> That was oh, the Ursays were great. Yeah, but the the parents hated him. Yep. Well, and the old and the old man was. Uh, That's what I mean, Robert. Oh yeah, yeah, Robert. I was, mean, the kid's weird. The old man yeah, was, was a bad guy. He, yeah, he, he left Baltimore. So then, then the, he pulled. Back then, you could get two semis and move a football. Mayflower team. trucks. Yeah, in the middle of the night, he yeah. really did. He backed yeah. them up to the facility. They yep. put on the weight equipment and all yeah. that. Yeah. I got, mean, if you tried to move a football team now and take. A caravan, you and there would be lawyers standing there yes. in front of the Mayflower yes. trucks to stop you. Mm-hmm. But what was the story, Pat? So, and this this is where th- this league is. It's it's hilarious because it's a billion dollar league now. But the story was that Ursay owned the Rams and Rosenblum owned the Colts, and they flipped franchises. Yes, they Rosen- traded franchises basically. Yeah, er, Ra- Rosenblum wanted out of Baltimore. And he got and wanted the Rams, and he they they switched him. But Ursay, I don't think it was did Ursay already own the Rams. I don't think I don't he know. ever. I don't think he somebody else owned the Rams. Okay, and so they and they flip flopped them. Okay, so they sold the team. They they, they flip flopped them. Rosenblum, but Rosenblum gave him some money, and then then Rosenblum drowned swimming in the ocean. Yeah, very mysterious. There was so, always people. There's still there people that don't think wondering he, that uh, <laughs> you know what was the wife's name. Yeah. Was that Carol or was that? No, no, his? no, no. What's the name? Oh, uh, uh, Georgia Frontieri. Georgia, Georgia Frontieri. He, he was, yeah. My favorite bumper sticker ever. When she married the hairdresser, it was her ninth marriage, I think, eighth or ninth. And Carol was her seventh or sixth or seventh. And a bumper sticker in L.A. Honk if you've been married to Georgia. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, did she win? Uh, she got to the Super Bowl, right? With yeah, that they, bad offense, that terrible offense. Yeah, they they played the that Steelers. Was bad, that was one of the worst. Pasadena. That was one of the worst teams ever Ferragamo. in the Super Bowl. Yeah, Ferragamo was back when you didn't need a big time quarterback. Yes, who then? Who then was lured away by Montreal of the CFL? Yeah, she wouldn't. They wouldn't pay him. They wouldn't like, pay him. But I yeah. mean, that, that's back when guys would jump to the CFL. Yeah, that had to be like the last. The last. I think it was the last big one. Well, look at the fifties. More Iowa Hawkeyes went to the Canadian League than went to the NFL because the NFL was so damn cheap. But yep. when the Iowa was, Abby, uh, Abby discovered inter- the joys of integration before we did here in the fifties, yep. and they uh, Iowa started uh, integrating, bringing in Willie Fleming and Bob Jeter and Calvin Jones, and uh, we were. 
the, the, the old timers from Minnesota. What what is this? You know, we're supposed to be they're supposed to be playing Swedes just like us. Come right. on. Yeah, that was uh, there was a used to be a joke about an airplane crash in uh, in, uh, in Africa that killed three Iowa football scouts. And, you know, a racist joke here in Minnesota. So. Right. And uh, uh, a lot of those guys went and played in Canada. Uh, and so did the quarterback, Kenny Plain, who was went to one of the Rose Bowls with him. And uh, Bob Jeter went up there, and he came back and played for the Packers. Uh, Calvin Jones, the great lineman who Frank Gilliam's buddy in mm-hmm. high school in Steubenville, died in a plane crash. Uh, but he was a great tackle. He was the Outland Trophy winner and, and everything. And he was was flying back from uh, I remember this you were flying back from uh, the yeah. All-Star game in Vancouver and it crashed into them but didn't make the didn't clear the mountain and oh, right yeah. outside of Vancouver right I mean right they when it took off it hit the mountain and Calvin and he was the uh, the rest of the football players the rest of the guys on the Winnipeg team flew out oh that was er- the bud story earlier earlier That's right. and Calvin decided to sleep in and then come out later or, or go out earlier. I'm not sure if later or earlier, but he was. That's right. Because Bud could have been on that plane. Yes, Bud, that was, Bud was, yes, that was, Bud could have been on that plane. But yeah, a lot of the Iowa guys there. And I've told you this too. It was an Iowa football player that taught nine-year-old Patrick Racy the joys of the MF phrase. You know? <laughs> That's right. As I kneeled in the end zone. And uh, Earl Smith found out they'd called the clipping penalty down at the other end of Memorial Stadium and dropped it right up, right on top of my nine-year-old head. You're like, that's yes. a great turn of a phrase. <laughs> yes, it is. Thank you very I much. The, I knew the back part of it. I hadn't heard the I hadn't heard it in its full flower oh, previously, man. you know, so... It's a magical, magical turn <laughs> oh, it, of, I, I mean, it adds so it, much to it the back does, part. It does. It absolutely does. Just, I mean, because. The inflection. Everybody drops a, you know. Um, right. It's not nearly as satisfying. I wonder when Boudreaux heard it for the first time and you like, oh, <laughs> oh hockey guys, he probably heard <laughs> oh, it when he was a baby. great for yeah, me. That's right. I bet his mom or dad dropped him. Favorite TV series of all time is still the. Run up to the Rangers Flyers yeah. New Year's game oh, on, on HBO yeah. with Torts and Lavalette. <laughs> I had never heard I had never heard such language in my life, even when I was speaking it. It was <laughs> unbelievable. They should bring it back. And those guys are they both coaching in the league now? Yeah. They both got a job. Yeah, because the uh Torts is in it? Philadelphia. Yep. Torts is working back. for Chuck. Oh, that's right. And the Canucks, well, the Canucks are going to fire Bruce at some point soon, yeah. but he's still the Canucks coach. But, no, but not not Bruce wasn't the other coach, though. Lavalette. Oh, Lavalette. Uh, yeah, Washington. Yeah. He's coaching Washington. He's coaching so they're, Washington. They're in the same division. Swearing at yeah. each other. Well, the greatest thing is hockey people. <laughs> they don't ever lose. You can be the biggest jackass ever and you keep getting jobs. Hockey people are the greatest swearers of all time, though. Did you ever hear anybody say anything good about torts? I mean, is any play, has any player, player ever said, no. I really like torts? No, because if think. you do, you eventually turn because he becomes, you, you know what he is? He's today's Mike Keenan. Yes, he is. Yeah. Who is certifiably crazy. 
Oh, yeah. and But they'd keep bringing them in because okay. it's still the last of the sports where you got to whip them into shape, yep. isn't it? And you'll win for a while. Yeah. The only question is, when does that stop? Because the second it stops, you got to fire them. Sonmar, Jacques Beers got a four-year contract and a two-year act, he said. about Jacques was the French version of yes. the hard-nosed guy. He got the Blues to win. He got Montreal to win. Mm-hmm. I he had, I think he went to Detroit then, and he it, didn't. Win. It is amazing, to some degree, as successful as the NHL has become in these new markets. They've done much better job in the NBA with the markets and stuff. It's still very old fashioned in a lot of ways. Oh yeah, well it's got yeah. yeah. I mean, it's gotten a lot better, and it's you don't have you don't have Harold Snap's well, playing defense. You don't. The biggest change is you don't have the slow footed guy playing. The defense. game on the ice has changed drastically. Yeah. Unfortunately, the game off the ice. Yeah. I, the, this whole debacle with with the Bruins who signed this kid uh-huh. who had you know abused a classmate for years and years yes. and years, and the and what the Coyotes drafted him and released the draft pick, yeah. and the Bruins just said. You know, that was a list, long time ago. Long time ago, we'll sign him. And of course, everyone's like, what are you talking about? They didn't clear it with the league. Mm-hmm. That's the difference. And so yesterday they said, okay, screw it. We're done too. But he was, uh, the kid was uh, mentally deficient, right? That he yes. picked on. He was a black yeah. kid with, but I, but I mean, and the stuff that, that this kid and his buddies did was like brutal. So how did that come out? Did when they got drafted mom yes. reported him or something? yeah when uh yeah, what was that <laughs> when the coyotes got drafted i think it was the athletic i think it might have been katie Stang who does really good work yeah, and, right. and she doesn't care yeah. so so she's not like beholden the teams yeah she talked to mom mm-hmm. and mom you know basically gave uh, her chapter and verse some, did she did she see something that had been written about this no this had been out no it was known and it was out and teams just hoped it disappeared so it was known by people in the community. Oh, really? So, like, the teams knew this. Yeah. It was no mistake. But the hockey thing is, hold your breath and hope. Mm-hmm. Well, it's like uh, the uh, the baseball pitcher with the Oregon uh, State. Yes. You know, the, you know, what is uh, a cousin or something. It's a young kid yep. he supposedly fiddled with when he was six or eight or something, and and that, he he was pitching the Mexican League last year. I thought, yep. I looked him up. He's never he's never going to get a chance. But teams hope that that te- teams hope the public doesn't care or finds out. You know how that uh, came about? I think the Portland or- Oregonian was doing a feature on him, and the, they apparently the Oregonian has a deal where you just test you anybody you write a feature on you. Check the police records. You just check. That's the, actually that's smart. You just check the public records, and this thing was not supposed to be in the records because it was like, and the, the kid, but Juvenile. it popped up. Really it popped up, and he, the, the guy from the Oregonian who was going to write a feature, ain't he a nice kid? And blah blah blah. Had to show it to his editors, and and they had to write the story, you know, and. That's interesting. And, and a juvenile record popping up is really surprising. Yeah, it was a family situation, so I think it was like two sisters. My his mom was a sister, and the, okay, the, the, and they hated each other. So <laughs> it was uh, it was uh, not a not a good situation there. So what uh, I did a little tirade on this uh, this morning with you guys, but it's worth repeating. What is the logic? St. Thomas, the proud 
basketball and football and hockey team that we are having right here on the AM 1500 airwaves, right? We're doing yes. all three sports, right? Mm-hmm. And what a year we're having. Mm-hmm. The football team headed for the uh, the uh, Pioneer Football League championship, unbeaten in the league, and the uh, hockey team more competitive, uh, losing to Mankato, what, 4-3, to three, something like that. Yep. They're not getting blown out. They've tightened it up. And the basketball team opens with Creighton, who's yeah. rated number nine last night and was ahead of them with like five minutes to go. Fox Sports up, 1 showed it, right? Ended up, oh, was it on? I guess it was on, yeah. Really? Yeah. That was on. We are Dave on. Campbell, Dave Campbell told me that it, th- that game, because it was Creighton, was on. Oh, so I did not know that. Otherwise, I would have watched. But I was looking for the Gophers who were on no. Big Ten 12 or something that you got to pay for, right? Big Ten Plus. Yes. That means you can't watch it. Right. That's what Big Ten Plus right. means. The hell with you, right? <laughs> That's what that means. You know, remember those awful old, old yes. days? Before the great Big Ten Network, when you'd have Dutch and somebody else, and Dick Bremer over there, and you could watch the damn games. Yes. You know, but we don't Raycom. have that now. Raycom. Yeah, we don't the have syndication. that. syndication. We don't have to worry about that anymore. But this, uh, this you, you got Western Michigan in here. And then you got, if you look at the schedule, they got like five complete months, right? Coming in here that you're paying, but you got to pay these teams like seventy, eighty thousand to come here. So right? for basketball, you, yeah, you for basketball, Jeez. you know, I'm, I'm not sure. But Western Michigan might be less than that, but I think some of them they got to, you know, they're getting they're getting a decent check. And uh, you got these guys right next door, and they you could draw twelve thousand. Last night they couldn't add five thousand in there. They said seven, so that you. That, I saw some pictures. Yeah, it's probably five. Max. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Max. Yes, you're right, Max. I I said, uh, a friend of mine, uh, uh, a gal I know who's got a new boyfriend who's a big uh, basketball, go for basketball fan, she said, do you have a connection to get tickets? I said, yeah, StubHub for about $4. (laughs) (laughs) connection to get tickets to go for basketball. The connection is they might pay for your parking. Yeah, don't pay too much. Yeah, yeah. Don't don't pay pay face. Don't pay over $8. Well, faces, that's one reason to go for hockey is not drawn. They're trying to charge $60. But, uh, but, uh, you know, why, why wouldn't you play them? I don't know. I mean, it makes be no fun. sense. You give them ten thousand bucks, five thousand bucks. They take the bus over here, and you have twelve thousand people. They'd every be thrilled. To- every Tommy in town will come in. Yes, absolutely. And if you lose, you yeah. Well, you stink you anyway. You're not what's be the good? pride? Yeah, that's the question. What? What? What's the pride? Like, if you lose, yeah. no one's going to be shocked. No. It's no, not like the old gonna days. Be, they're going to say, I'm never going to go to a gopher game again because they lost to St. Thomas. Right. St. Thomas, by the way, if they're going to become St. Thomas fans, that gym they have holds 1,200 people. They're not going to. One of the unreported stories in this town, mm-hmm. un, not, I mean, it's that hasn't been pounded on, is... The last 25 years ago for basketball, mm-hmm. right? Since Clem took them to the Final Four. Yep. Uh, we, we always talk about gopher hockey attendance. Yep. Yeah. We never talk about how rotten gopher basketball attendance is. It's brutal, you know? And uh, they're non-conference games. It's 
non-existent. Mm-hmm. Uh, but for some reason, we, uh, we 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 dwell on Gopher hockey having six thousand instead of Gopher basketball having six thousand. So, it, you know, it's uh, it's strange. But Gopher basketball. I'm going to have to do some stats on this, but the last 25 years, they've had to be in the second division 18 out of those 25 years, I would think, no matter how many. Yeah, teams. well, I mean, tur- tournament you know, appearances. How often how- they, yeah, well, how often? They've only been 500. Like Tubby made a tournament appearance. Yeah, Patino made and one. I don't think Tubby, the year he made it, was a, I guess they were 500. They were 9 and 9. Yep. But, uh, yeah, well, Clem made it 99. Okay, that was his last one. Monson made one, right, with uh, Vincent Greer, mm-hmm. who was great that year. Patino made two, right? I think, I think he, he did two. make two, yeah. And Tubby made, did Tubby make just the one where he won yes. the game? Yep. But they've won two games in the NCAA tournament in the last 25 years, I think. Clem That's didn't it. win a game the year the scandal popped in 99. No, they were. No, 98 he might have won a game. Ninety eight, he might have won a game. Ninety nine, but the year uh, the scandal popped, you're right; they didn't win. Lost to Gonzaga, gave him a pretty good game, and that was the Gonzaga team that got to beat, uh, got to the uh, Western Regional Final, and uh, that's how we got Dan Munson because mm-hmm. he beat because uh, he beat uh, Clem there. Black Friday is right there around the corner. People waking up early to fight large crowds to shop. To save $20 or $40 or maybe even 100 bucks. that's the reason? Here's another way you could spend your Black Friday. Sleep in. Visit thecanopygroup.com, request a quote on your home and auto insurance, and you avoid the long lines, you avoid the tug-of-war for merchandise. All you get out of it is better insurance coverage that'll save you an average of $800 annually. Then take your $800 savings and have your own Black Friday, maybe next Wednesday. This savings will continue each and every year as the Canopy Group's 40 professionals shop your coverage with their 16 companies, saving you money a year in and year out. Just think of the great gifts you can buy with $800. Go to thecanopygroup.com or call 800-967-3389 and get the best coverage for the best price in the comfort of your own home. Yeah, I mean, it's it's been... Been awful. It's been awful. It's you can make a case. It's been worse, as bad as football. Maybe worse. Probably worse than football. Well, and it's and to me, it's more disappointing mm-hmm. because there is the potential there. And and if anything, we now as a state produce more yes. basketball talents yes. than we ever have before. Well, that's what I said about Patino. Patino failed during an era where there were more where you didn't have to get all your players from out of state Minnesota. You, you know, if you got a few from in here, you could get two a year from here who were really good. Yeah. I mean, and you didn't have to get tie. You didn't have to get the number three national recruit, but if you got the second tier ones, now I looked at their box score last night. Where the hell is everybody? We had four freshmen coming in. A lot of guys sitting out, Pat. We had four freshmen coming in. Carrington's not playing. I know he's hurt, but it, then two other guys got it. They've got like four guys. Battle's not playing, but they got three other guys, three four other guys who hurt too. They Will Ramberg, who was playing, he's McGill Grand Marais, McGill University. I read I did a column on him last year because he played like fifteen minutes in a game they almost won, and then that's the year he didn't play at all. He started last night. 
He started there so hard up for players. They got a chance. You know, if battle comes battle comes back and uh Carrington I'm I think what do they win for? They finished last last year, four and sixteen. Was it four and sixteen? I think it was four and sixteen. It's not they they got a fighting chance to be four and sixteen again with Garcia. I mean So since since two thousand NCAA tournament appearances, first round appearance in oh five. Then they made it back in oh nine and ten back to back years, first round appearances. They got to the third round with Tubby in thirteen. And then he got fired, and Patino made two appearances, a first-round ouster, and then the, the year in Des Moines they beat. Um, oh, they didn't make it 9 and 10. That had to be NIT. NCAA. 2008-9, they went 22-11, and 9-9 and nine in okay. the conference. That was NCAA who? NCAA first round. Oh, that, that was who? Um, Patino? No. Munson? Munson, was, Munson resigned midseason in, and was fired in 06-07. Okay. All right, so Patino's, but according to the Wikipedia, Patino year made by it year, twice there. Then okay, Patino made it three. No, times. Tubby did. Tubby did. That's Tubby. So t- Tubby, Tubby won Tubby one. first round two years consecutively, okay. and, th- and, then, and then later he won a right game. before he got fired. Then he won, won a game. game. Okay. Yes. So Tubby made it three out of four years, and Patino made it twice. Mm-hmm. Okay. And they so. won one game in that time. And Patino won Louisville. One they game. beat them and lost to Michigan State yes. in nineteen. Yes, but, he, but it's won. still a remarkable. They've won two NCAA games in twenty five years. Yep. Yes. How about ninety eight and nine? They win a game. Did uh, they win a game in ninety eight? Ninety eight. They <laughs> ninety eight. Nit nit champions. Champions. That's right. And then in ninety nine, they did. They made it first round loss, like you said, to Gonzaga. They took the ninety eight one away from us, though, right? The nit. Vacated. Academic fraud erased everything from the ninety three ninety four season through the ninety eight. Well, we did win 99. the NIT. We did win the NIT in ninety two. Maybe was it ninety three? It was ninety three, which is the biggest year they played at Met Center. Right? It was a big enough deal that I went out there. They beat Georgetown. They beat Errol McDonald. Clem, Clem beat right? uh, Big John in the in the championship game. But you're right, Clem. That was when Bracket and Clem were debating. When about his road record and Clemson, we won three road games to go to the NIT last year. Dennis, Dennis says two of them were Target Center and one was at Met Center. Clem, and he says road games. Are- <laughs> That's my such great Clem. That was where road. They weren't Williams Arena. They were road games. Oh man. my God, that's so great. God, he was funny. Oh, he was fantastic. Yeah, he was great. He was great. He had a hell of a coach too. Well, he made you defense. He made you play defense and rebound. Yep. You know, he took Willie Burton, who just wanted to shoot. Yep. And he basically, you know, turned him into a rebounder and a defender. And when Willie was really screwing off after his freshman year, he got him down at the farm, bailing hay in the middle of the summer. Oh. It was 95 degrees. Oh. And... He'd get him down there and just work his rear end off. And Willie, if you don't shape up, you're coming back here again next year and do this. He take, he he got away with murder with that kind of stuff, you know. Yes. But they, but but. They and all, now you can't even come close no, to that. Oh no, 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 God! They all appreciated him though, because he, you know, he's a coach. He, oh, he coached and he he loved him too. I mean, he was always, a, you know, he he was the strict. 
loving father, you know, of, of, of the, the black kids who grew up in the city, you know. I always said, Jerry Holt and I went down to a big blowout before the, uh, uh, went to the Final Four and went down to Campbellsville. And his the original home that he grew up in was still there. They had indoor plumbing then, but they didn't have it when, when he was a kid. But mom still had the wood stove, Lucy. And you saw where Clem grew up, and you said, all right, this is quite a rise right here. Because, yep. you know, and his mom was a nice, dad was long dead, but his mom was a nice old gal. And I always remember she was on this griddle, she was making fried pies. Oh, on oh cooked in lard, cooked in lard, but not the perfectly formed, you know, fried pies you're used to. Just a little dough on the bottom and an apple or cherry in the middle. And and she said, uh, we, we were getting ready to leave, and she said, would you guys like a fried pie? And I said, I said no, not really. And Jerry says, oh, yeah, I think we should. Yep. <laughs> we Jerry both, knows his stuff. And we both ate about three of them. Yep. <laughs> they were out of this world. She just kept making fried pies, man. So anyway, I loved Clem. And now it didn't get, it got off to a rocky start, but uh, I love Clem, you know. Yeah. And, and I, as you say, put up the banners. Tell the NCAA to go to hell, right? It's the most incredible thing yes. that we still sweat. Yeah. Or or recognize we the still admonishment. Go through the record. Yeah. You don't, you can publish the results and say, you know, with a little note on the top that, you know, you can go on in online and get every one of the games. Why the hell can't you put them in your publications? The fact of course, that, they don't have publications anymore, so you don't have to worry But the about fact it. that North Carolina got away with what they did when oh, they yeah. said, yeah, our guys cheated, but the rest of the people in the class cheated too. That's true. That's where I just said, okay, that, that that's so incredibly stupid. It It is. What the uh, what hell? Oh, uh, Miguel Sano. See you, Miguel. Boy, what a... You sort of just went by, too, you know? I mean, I know it's a story, but, like, compared to the angst... Oh, yeah. It sort of just passed by that they didn't pick up that option. Well, we knew it, but uh, uh, it's, it's an amazing... Yes. You know, because two years ago, the numbers at the end weren't bad. In the year that they hit all the home runs, he joined the party sort of later on that year. But it really... You see him, and you just... Don't think, I mean, you watch the World Series, you watch the playoffs, and this endless supply of guys throwing between 98 and 102 and up here, mm-hmm. and everybody always talks about him with the breaking ball, you know, hey, chasing the breaking ball. Well, he's chasing the breaking ball after they get ahead of him because he can't get to the fastball anymore. He hasn't been able to get to the fastball above his you know, I, I'm higher than his belly, halfway up his belly, you know, yep. that fast. He hasn't been able to get to that fastball forever. That's his, and then that's what, and then he gets behind an account and then he chases the breaking ball. But, uh, you know, it, the pitching's too damn good for his swing. He doesn't have the, he doesn't, he's never discovered right field. You know, what's all, all out there, Aaron Judge, you know, Aaron, he should call up Aaron Judge and say, can I come and spend a month with you, yeah. you know, to learn how to hit the ball over there that, that way? It and just, in that ballpark? Yeah. He just never could change his swing plane. And his swing is just too damn long. 
for is too damn long for modern pitching, I think. You know, Poppy had a big finish, but he was quick to the ball. Right. You know, he he didn't he didn't wind up and swing from here. Right. Miguel holds the bat up here and it takes him a long time to you know, it just you can't handle modern pitching that way. And uh you know, I just I I, I wouldn't he wasn't a bad guy. He didn't uh he apparently uh, recalled some of the stuff that I uh, wrote about him in the last couple of years, though, because uh, when I went over to St. Paul to watch him watch his comeback, where he looked pretty good, hit the ball good that night, uh, he declined to uh, be interviewed by me. Through PR, or did, did you go up to him and he said no? Uh, I said, Miguel, Miguel, and he walked by, and then I sent the PR guy into the clubhouse, and they said no. And he said, <laughs> Sean, who's a yeah. friend of mine, said he said no emphatically <laughs> with a few adjectives. So, you know, but, uh, yeah, I mean, I'd, it'd be nice if he could you know have what? a career again because I don't know what he's going to, you know, what if he doesn't have baseball, what's going to happen to him because he's not, you know, he's got a fifth grade education in the Dominican or something. So, In their own ways, the busts of Sano and Buxton, because he can't play, is one of the biggest yeah, well, yeah. the biggest things that will come back to haunt this team. Yep. It's, it's almost, it, it's, it, you know, we can talk about David McCarty and guys like that, but this is historic in the sense that they were going to be a different form of Rice and Lynn. Yep. You know, they were going to be like the, the, uh, the, they were going to be your focal points of your friend. And, and, and frankly, I always had more doubts, doubts about Buxton as a hitter than I did Snow because mm-hmm. he, you know, had a longer swing and, uh, you know, and he had some ungodly awful years. But, uh, but yeah, Snow and Buxton. You know, we go back and look at the stuff we wrote about him eight years ago, and what you have now. I mean, <laughs> they are they are absolutely. I hate to use the word. I'd like to think of a better one, but screwed <laughs> with That's what uh, I was thinking with, of with Buxton. I mean, yeah, what, what are you gonna? Because there's no nothing you can do about there it. There is no longer any thought. That he's going to be a full-time player. Correct. I mean, because that knee is chronic. There's, you know, they might have had some minor surgery, to, but all you're doing is draining. It's tendonitis. You cannot cut right. out. You cannot cut out tendonitis. I don't think. Right. But uh, and once you say chronic, there's no real going back on that. No. No, they have. I have. They used the word yet, but they they don't want to use the no, word. No, I thought they used to. I thought I thought Rocco. I thought Rocco said chronic at some point. Yeah. Yeah, wow. So when they he, finally fessed up then, a bit. So then do you start next season saying he's my DH? Well, who wants him as your DH? Right. If he can't play out there. And he, now you've got to have a guy that can play center field consistently. Yeah, and it ain't Gilberto Celestino. No, right, exactly. But, I mean, yeah, it can't be the the Jake Cave, now we'll try Celestino, no. now we'll try. You actually have to go get a center fielder. Yeah. Who maybe, could at least be representative and play a lot. Maybe Kiermeyer. You know what's sad? He's really good defense in the anything, field. Anything that Buxton gives you at this point is going to be a bonus. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's Who's the nucleus next year? Who's the nucleus? I've no Blanco idea. was banged up. Yep. 
They don't have a nucleus. No, they don't. Snow's gone. Bucks is gone. Correa's gone. They don't have a nucleus. No, they don't have a nucleus. Uh, Kepler's. No. They're going to try to trade him. Yeah. And they're not going to get anything. I mean. No, that, that's why Bucks and Snow are supposed to be your nucleus. We have not paid fears. enough attention to the fact this is a complete rebuild. Yes. You know? Well, and everything's gone off the tracks because of, you know, yes. I, like, I, I mean, everything that you were pointing to a couple years or three years back is now been. And now you got doubt. I mean, we got Kirilov, who is, is was going to be a they great. They shaved a bone out of his hitter. arm. Yeah, they got to shorten his I mean, bone. there's no guarantee that's going to work. <laughs> no, no. I mean. We're talking about going into your arm and taking and shaving the bone down. It is. uh it's got 68 and 94 written all over well, it. And then the question the, is, do, do you trust these guys better. to have the plan to do what you're talking about, which is to reset things? Yeah, they don't want to. Uh, last year was not wanting to rebuild, but now they got to. Right. You know, And I don't know what they have. I mean, the pitching should be better, but, yeah, who knows? Who knows? But it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's. Yeah, yeah, a lot of people, I mean, I've seen people write that it should be better next year. How? You don't have a catcher. Yeah, uh, keep going. Yeah, you get Louis Rice, gold glove candidate at first. <laughs> yeah. Who's the second, you know, he's your best player probably, but not as a first baseman. If Polanco comes back and can play second, you don't have a shortstop. I like Ursula, but they might not even, they, there's rumors. That well, and he's not a nucleus. No, he's not I mean, he's up. He's up. Not nucleus. And you don't have a single outfielder. Yeah. You don't have one. Do you? And I've seen, is, I've, I've seen speculation that they might start spring training with Polanco back at short. Yeah, they can't do that. Not especially with a bad knee. Yeah. yeah. I don't disagree with you. I'm just saying. they and, and this thought process that the pitching, okay, on paper, the pitching should be improved. Yeah. But let's go through them. Maeda's coming off. Tommy John. Mm-hmm. And he's older. Pa- Paddock has had Tommy John twice yeah, now. He's not pitching until exactly. the end of the year. And the, and the math on that is not great. No. Like, there's no guarantee he comes back and is absolutely fine. Mm-hmm. I, what, they exercise the option on Sonny Gray, so you have him. Ober's been hurt two years in a row. Yep. And they haven't found pitching, no. for the most part. No. Bullpen is not overwhelming, so we got Duran and... Yeah, good luck, fellas. Yeah. Good luck, fellas. They're going to have to sign veteran free agents. They're going to have to use the ricey plan to get interest. Cheaper beer. Yep, cheaper beer. That's the only uh, solution. That's the only solution. I I love that solution. I just hope Kirk keeps his pants on if they win another Uh, one. You know what? We don't want him to be down to his shorts, do we? Mr. Cousins will not allow his son. We don't want him to be down to his boxers. No, no, no. Look like a a Chippen. He's he's a Chippendale now. He's a Christian-fearing man. He's not going to take his pants off. first Christian Chippendale. The first. He's got a six-pack abs. I couldn't believe it. Oh, he does. He's well-built. He is. He's looking pretty good. Yeah, he does. Yeah. Better than Schefter's. Yeah, I'm not taking my shirt off. No, no. I, I knew he was thin. That's obvious. I did not realize that that his abs would be mm-hmm. visible. Uh, That'll never happen anyway, to me. Don't have to worry about that. We didn't talk about the boxing. I guess we won't. We'll see how this guy comes How's up. How's the guy? Do- what, what the hell happened? Oh, he's bleeding brain. No, but I mean, did he, oh, he get got pummeled the, the whole the fight? Crap beat out of him. 
there was a for the first three rounds they broke his nose in the second. And then about Ooh. then about three four about three rounds maybe five six and seven he was competitive hit him with a few body shots. It was almost like Morrell was backing off a little kind of saving him. Then from eight on. They should have stopped it after they could have stopped it after eight. They should have stopped it after ten when he basically wasn't fighting back. And but they didn't stop it. The ref the ref, Tony Weeks, who's a world famous ref who's big bouts and is known to be fairly cautious. I don't know why the hell he didn't finish it. And he's he had to you know, he had a bunch of other Kazakhs in the or friends of the Kazakhs in the corner. And somebody told me this second hand that they that if if we would have thrown in the towel, they would have he would have never forgiven us. I mean, he might be alive. Yeah, he might, exactly. Might have a functioning you know, after the tenth round. There was so no, was he knocked out was, in the fight at the end. Mm. Uh, but he fought two more rounds after the tenth when he was just beaten. And the Showtime guys were talking about how he didn't fight back. He wasn't fighting back anymore. But they never said stop it. You know, they weren't screaming. Everybody was so impressed with the morale display that they we didn't really you know that this this guy was just getting battered and at the end they knocked him down at the start of the second last round and that should have been it tony weeks didn't stop it for some reason and then 30 seconds to go he hit him with a right hook and basically lifted him up and banged him down and then then as as he's semi celebrating he looks over and sees him laying there and Morrell went over and helped pick him up, and they kind of leaned him against the ropes, and you could see in the background he's waving on the ropes, and they call an ambulance and take him over to HCMC, and he's it's an induced coma, you know, because they wanted to they had to perform surgery, right? But uh, the, that's uh, brutal. I, I heard yesterday that he hadn't gotten any better, so yeah, you know, he might not make it. I don't know. That's anyway. All righty, see you. You have heard me discuss my relationship with Josh Arnold for some time. The reason I advocate that you give Josh a call is simple. Trust and results. Josh has seen it all when it comes to economic and market conditions. As has been said, uh, through all of our relationship, past results do not guarantee future returns. And while that is true, Josh can make sure that your retirement objectives match your investments. You can understand that Josh will make sure you are not paying more in fees than you are seeing in returns. Yes, that is more common than you would like to think. Do yourself a favor and have a booking with Josh for the 40 48-minute free evaluation. This is a no-obligation meeting. Call Josh at 952-925-5608. You will be glad that you did. Investment services offered by Josh Arnold Investment Consultant, LLC, a security investment advisor. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All investments involve risk. All comments and opinions are Josh Arnold's and do not constitute investment advice. Patrick Royce is a paid endorser. This is Chris Howard, host of Plug New with Chris Howard. When Tyreek Hill signed with the Miami Dolphins, we all thought, what the hell is he doing? What made many scratch their heads even further was comments praising Tua's accuracy. In fact, people got tired of listening to Tyreek Hill. They would go as far as to just tell him to just shut up and focus on football. Well, the Miami Dolphins are 7-3. Tua Tagovailoa is near 2,000 yards, 15 touchdowns with three interceptions. Not to mention the Dolphins now sit at the top of the AFC East. Well, they can hear you now, Tyreek. 
Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. BetOnline.net is your number one source for sports betting info, stats, news, and analysis. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there. From football to basketball to soccer and esports, we've got it all at BetOnline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those at BetOnline as well. We're always the fastest and easiest way to get your betting fixed. And don't forget, BetOnline for NHL, MMA, boxing, and golf exists at BetOnline.net as well. Head to the website today or use a mobile device to learn more. BetOnline, where the game starts.